Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Six eight seven zero seven zero zero. Star Wars Trinchat now. to a Star Wars edition of Trend Chat and actually we don't have time for the pleasantries <laughs> that we normally can go through and we're going to have to cut straight to the chase because we have a two-parter talking about Star Wars and we're going to play the first part right now and then we're going to go to uh, part two tomorrow so we talked with uh, my friend Patricia Embry and we had a, a lengthy discussion about Star Wars basically all through the episodes and we'll talk about the one that's coming out this week on tomorrow but we're going to talk about the first what four or no episode one through five actually we're going to go through all of them and so like I said we don't have much time and we only have like yeah we actually had over an hour and a half so even what you're hearing now had to be edited down. You know, when you get Star Wars fans together, I'm telling you, it's going <laughs> to, it can go on for hours upon hours. And it could have, but I knew I had to at least get, had to stop somewhere. So anyway, 
let's get straight to it. Like I said, we were talking with Patricia Embry and uh, we're just going to start off with uh, having her to kind of explain what she, um, what she's doing as far as her involvement with um, Turner Point USA and what she's doing in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So without further ado, here we go with Star Wars. Um, I work mainly within Tarrant County, Texas. I actually am the president of Next Gen Young Republicans, and I am the communications director for Tarrant County Young Republicans, but all in all, I am the director, I'm the chair of youth outreach for Tarrant County. So I, I'm a woman of many hats. Yes. So um, We've been working with a lot of turning point groups, you know, especially like UNT. They've been having a lot of issues on campus, so just giving them as much support as we can. On top of that... You also are a fan of Star Wars. Oh, yeah, for sure. I did say I didn't have any questions. You know what? Actually, I lied. I do have one question that I did write down. <laughs> I wrote down one question. Everything else is off the top of my head. So when did you start watching Star Wars? Um, My parents and my brother, probably my brother was the biggest influence. He was that, he's eight years older than me, so he kind of forced my taste, if you will. So he forced me in front of the TV and made me watch everything I didn't want to, and then eventually I got into it. So I watched, like, the originals, and then I remember when I was a lot younger, uh, he took me, actually, to the movie theater, and we went and we saw the actual prequels and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's something that is near and dear to my heart because it's something we did together, and it's, so I love the story, but also has good memories behind it. Now, like I said, this is going to be kind of like, you know, pretty much your typical conversation. Now, I know we've talked before about these prequels, and, you know, that's a touchy subject <laughs> between Star Wars fans. <laughs> you know, I have my views on it, and you had yours. I'm pretty sure we're going to get into that later on. So, at first, you weren't into it, but I guess I was when you got uh, older. Was it a lot older, or was it just pretty much pretty soon after watching the first time? Um, I got into it after, like, watching A New Hope is, is kind of, like, when I really got, you know, I was and I was young. Like, I was probably about five, maybe. Um, and then I was still young when the prequels came out. I, I'm 21, so I, it was, uh, when did those come out? I'm trying to think, like, early, was it, I know one came out, like, early 2000s, right? Yeah, well, it may have been in 99, but I think it was early 2000s. I remember he took me to see that one. I think the one that came out kind of late 90s. And then definitely I remember going to see the one in the uh, early 2000s. So So were you in those long lines back then? Because, you know, we don't have Fandango and all that. So were you able to have to stand in like hour long lines and all that? Well, I was thankfully young enough. I I was carried in the long line. (laughs) I was held. But I was still young enough I could suck up to my brother and he would, like, put me on a piggyback. So I didn't, you know, for me it was fun. For him, I'm sure it was miserable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, definitely I remember I grew up in, out in Granbury, actually. So it was like, and it, and this was back when, before it was all developed. So there was, like, one loan, like, I think it was an AMC theater that everybody went to. And it was just, like, a long line that was, like, wrapped around the building. And it was fantastic. Yeah, I have a story about that too. So I went to see episode one, and um, me and a friend of mine went. And this movie theater was opening. Like it was opening night for the movie theater, and the first movie they were going to show in this brand new theater was Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. And um, 
I remember we got there probably around two or three o'clock, and <laughs> it was. I, I, I'm pausing because I could just I could see it right now. We pulled up to the movie theater, and we all we saw was like a sea of people standing literally in the row behind the behind the theater. Oh, yeah, I, it was a deal when this came out. I remember like this the pure the speculation of like what the story would be and you know how the actors would do especially compared to the originals mm-hmm. yeah you know, they had a lot to live up to now whether it actually lived up to it that once again as you said is a matter of debate we you know what it's funny we was there for the 12 o'clock but we actually got there too late because there was already too many people in front of us so we actually had to wait till three o'clock in the morning to watch <laughs> to oh. watch it because they they didn't anticipate so many people i don't know why they didn't but they sold out the 12 o'clock and the 2 o'clock, like, in a snap. And so they opened up uh, some more showings, which was the show at 3 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the morning. And so we were already in town. And they're like, well, we'll just, let's go ahead and get the ticket. So we just, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't remember getting much sleep. We almost fell asleep before the movie started. That, that would have sucked <laughs> because we were oh, up yeah. so long. <laughs> but, yeah, but we got a chance to watch it. So now. Given I've just talked about, you know, this whole thing with the Phantom Menace, let's go ahead and just talk about the big elephant in the room about about these prequels. And, you know, everyone has their opinions about it. And for the most part, most don't uh, have a favorable opinion of the prequels. I'm not so much, but I want to let you give your grievances about the, about these prequels. Okay. So I'm not a, I'm not an all-out hater. Um, I think it, it, it could have been done better. Um, I think the actors chosen were a very bad choice. You know, I think um, uh, the creators themselves actually said the only reason Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen were chosen were because they looked cute together. Um, so I think that <laughs> boils down to the performance. I think my opinion on the prequel kind of boils down to actually a line. I think it was in um, Clone Wars uh, when Anakin is uh, in Tatooine with, with uh, Padme and they're by the water and he goes, the sand is, I hate sand, it's coarse and it's irritating and it gets everywhere and that's how I feel about these movies, those movies, you know? That, that's, I was like, oh, it's the first thing we've agreed about this entire time, Anakin, great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm laughing because I I know that's what you were going to say. <laughs> but and, I, and I think that just sums up the acting of the prequels as well. Just that one scene. <laughs> I just there's also the there's the deleted scenes that also weren't shown, which I think should have been. Like I'm one of those people. I would I will sit as long as I need to in a theater if it really flushes out the story. Because there are whole scenes when uh, Padme um, introduced Anakin to her parents and to her sister, and it, it just made the whole thing make more sense, like their whole relationship. I just feel like the relationship wasn't fleshed out enough. It was kind of like the, they were supposed to be together, so they were. Yeah, and you know what? That tends to be the case on a lot of movies, where you, if, especially if you come across and see some of these deleted scenes, and you're like... And especially if it's a lot of them, sometimes there may be like one or two that they'll release, but sometimes they'll release like 10 or 12 or something like that. And you'll see like, okay, half of those should have been in because that may, 
you know, made the story make more sense. And well, I, I don't want to jump off, but a quick aside on Justice League because I feel like that's there are some deleted scenes in Justice League that probably would have made it a lot better. And I feel like they the only reason they that they uh, brought down you know the time to two hours is because I guess because of Batman vs Superman was so long and they didn't want it to seem like it was just be another long movie. But I oh, think. Yeah. Batman and Superman, and they didn't put enough Wonder Woman in. If they would have put more Wonder Woman in, Batman versus Superman would have been a whole lot better. Okay, I mean, well, that's the whole reason we wanted to see it. Yeah. Okay, see, now, well, you need to tell the people why, because you know you have your bias, so you need to tell your bias about Wonder Woman. I have a great love of <laughs> Gal Gadot and her awesomeness, and she's Israeli. She was in the IDF. She's just an, she is a great human being. <laughs> so I, yes, okay, I'm biased, all right, but it's true. Well, I, I don't blame you. I mean, I just want you to admit it. That's all. <laughs> I mean, yes, I have a small girl crush on Yao. <laughs> now, like I said, I don't want to, you know, delve off into that, but I just feel like they didn't have confidence in telling the story. But and more thinking about the criticism for having a movie that maybe might turn out to be two and a half hours long because they didn't want to have the, well, the same backlash. The universe really is there. I feel like they're trying to live up to Marvel and they're cutting out the best scenes. Um, like they did the same thing in, um, what was it? Uh, I said Suicide uh, Squad. That's the one. I Suicide saw that. Squad. That's yeah. what I mean. They did the same thing in Suicide Squad. They cut out a bunch of really good scenes. And I heard the reason they did that was actually because Will Smith insisted on having top billing. So they had to cut out a lot of the Margot Robbie scenes, which we all know Margot Robbie carried the movie. Yeah. And the second, and and it was the same thing. It's interesting because the female characters in the DC universe that they've shown so far that uh, have been amazing. And the actresses they've chosen have been spectacular and they just lighten up the whole story. They make it interesting. Same thing happened with wonder woman. They just didn't add enough of her, but that's why I kind of enjoy justice league a little bit more is because it had plenty of wonder woman, <laughs> but it just didn't quite flow. Yeah. It's there was that explosion you know, there's explosions, and I'm like, where did this come from? Like, what led up to this? And I finally Googled it, and um, I was reading that, like, the, you know, the producers and everyone had to cut all these scenes, and if it was in, it would have made more sense. And I'm like, that's about right. <laughs> now, I, I can talk about this forever, too, but um, I, I know one thing as far as... We can into a whole sci-fi yeah. superhero genre. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Because we were just we, we were talking about the Phantom Menace, and so I guess we, I guess we can go in order. Now the the second one, like I've mentioned, the whole prequels in in general kind of get a bad rap. But if you you know someone come to me talking about episode two, I'm like, look, I'm with you. I don't like it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, that's the one I I can't stand. I, and I'll put it to you this way: uh, when the Force Awakens came out, they did a marathon. The show they show all the movies and then they show the Force Awakens and I was at that marathon and I watched the first That's one a long marathon yeah we're talking twenty three hours <laughs> at the movie theater Ooh. yeah so and now the first now when episode one came you know came on all right fine I watched it and I was good 
as soon as episode two came on, I tell you, I think I went to sleep about an hour in that movie. Go get some popcorn and you know, <clears throat> no, I was, was catch- relaxing. I was catching a nap because I knew I had a long, a long day ahead of me. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap right here because I just that's just something I don't care about the Clone Wars at all. Uh, so well, not the Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones, but um, but that's my view of it. So I don't know if you like it any more or less. I mean, I I love Samuel L. Jackson. Like, I thought he was great. I um, honestly don't I, remember. Like, it's one of, oh, yeah, you probably don't. You just glossed over. Probably <laughs> so. Well, he was a guy with the, that you see with the awesome purple lightsaber. Oh no, I'm talking but, about uh, in the, I'm talking about episode two. I I cannot remember. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember any lines. He wasn't in it much. Like I thought the part where you know, you know, after they come out of the tunnel and there's the whole you know arena scene and and the clones come. I thought that was oh really yeah great. yeah okay. Like there's a lot of people I feel like that didn't get the screen time they deserve. Like the Phantom Menace was the same thing. I feel like I would have loved to have seen Obi Wan Kenobi's story or or just something from him except you know all we saw was a few minutes of him on the ship i think all in all it came out to maybe like eight minutes of screen time screen time i feel like for most of the movie (laughs) like we you know they go they ran back to the ship and you know anakin and him have a little bit of a conversation and that was it and i was disappointed yeah yeah well i guess because it was basically focused on qui-gon jinn you know liam neeson's character so he was you know, taking up most of of the time, but yeah, yeah, I, I see what you, yeah, I can see what you mean by that. I mean, especially in there's two things when it comes to episode one that definitely stick out to me that that I like about it is the power race and the and the fight with Darth Maul at the end, which hurt me that he actually died <laughs> in in episode one. See, I we, okay, we waited 16 years for the return of Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what did we really get out of it? We got, like, some political intrigue. We got some, um, we, we got Jar Jar Binks. Oh. I mean. When we're talking about the Now, that was probably the worst part of the entire series, and I don't understand whose idea that was. So, there's basically two characters that stick out when it comes to these prequels, as far as everyone's focus of their disdain when it comes to, you know, episode one, two, two through three, is that is Jar Jar Binks and Anakin. <laughs> More so Jar Jar Binks. Yep. Well, I mean, even the little kid was dry. I'm like, you couldn't find a kid with a little bit more either acting chops or spunk. I mean, I, I just, I didn't feel it, you know? I, I just didn't, I didn't get the Anakin that I he, he just felt very detached from the character if anything and I understand he's a child and I'm being very critical I I, I know that but <laughs> I'm a fan so I you know it's kind of my job to be overly critical even if it is of children he's grown now so it's fine <laughs> he's an adult yeah it, it, I just feel like things could have been flushed out more I mean I feel like even and Liam Neeson is one of those people who can do no wrong for me but even I feel like his character could have been done a little better. I feel like the writing might could have been maybe a little bit better. I felt like he was almost a little dry as well. I, I don't know if you agree, but I just feel like the characters like they were trying. To, they, they knew where they writers knew where they wanted to go. It just kind of fell flat, you know. Yeah, um, 
I mean, looking back at it now, I feel like there was missing pieces. I don't know. I, I did like Liam Neeson's character, but um, but I liked uh, Ewan McGregor better as far as his portrayal yeah. of um of um Obi Wan Kenobi. And I know one thing that I came across that they were actually thinking of doing an Obi Wan Kenobi movie, so to come out in twenty twenty. So, I guess if Ewan McGregor plays in it, he might play like an older Obi Wan and maybe a flashback. But I doubt he'll be the um, main actor that would be cast for that. But I did like how he. And that's iffy yeah. for me, you know. Like once you've established a character like that, especially we've seen him young, you can't. I feel like it's really going to be difficult to switch to a new face, you know. It's, it's, I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be like, this is Obi Wan. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that's, that's like, there's a danger there. I mean, I definitely will see it because Obi Wan is one of my favorite characters. He, his whole backstory, um, I think you were saying you, you, you didn't read really the books or the graphic novels or anything. But no, his no. whole backstory, you know, training as a Jedi and everything is really interesting. I know that where they're looking to go is um, between episodes three and four for the movie. I guess let me ask yeah. you this. Now, you know about the Han Solo movie that's coming out, I um, think, well, next year. So you, do you feel the same I way? I have heard about it. Yeah, I mean, do you feel the same way about, about that? Because you know it's not going to be here Harrison Ford. Uh, can we get some CGI or something? I mean, <laughs> Harrison Ford is... That's Han Solo. That That is... The character, he is iconic. You can't just, I mean, you know what I mean? They have to get somebody who is excellent. Like, I know in that movie he did, The Age of Adeline, uh, they chose an actor that looked and had a lot of the same mannerisms as him. So if they do something like that, maybe. I don't think it'll be super popular just because Han Solo is iconic in such a way that nobody can replace Harrison Ford. Um, but I'll, I'm definitely into it and I, I will definitely watch it. I, it'll, it'll just be interesting how they execute it, you know, cause that's going to be hard shoes to fill. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much guessing that Harrison Ford is going to make a cameo like at the end, you know, after, after everything has happened and they've, you know, oh, fast you forwarded. So. I'm just, I'm just guessing that they're going to, you know, everything's going to happen and at the end, they're just going to show them. You know, right when he shows up in um, wherever in uh, in a New Hope, wherever he shows up, I forget where he first appears in the movie, but I can see them like ending it there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how they did Rose. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you meant. I didn't know if you meant like they were bringing. They would bring like Harrison Ford for a cameo somehow. Like a you know a flash forward or something. Well, yeah, but, yeah, like yeah, that. Because I know that Harrison Ford, I think he's done with the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and he has to be killed off. So I mean, oh no, well I'm saying, I know, yeah, I was just saying it. They're they're they'll probably do it kind of like how they did. Those who haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I have said a number of times, they this is a Star Wars episode, so obviously they're going to be spoilers in here. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you haven't seen. That's the newest Star Wars yet. I mean, you've been living under a very <laughs> insulated rock, and I'm impressed. <laughs> that is that is 
that is that would be very impressive. Uh, you'll be surprised <laughs> who, who hasn't seen it. Now, well, I just I, I apparently just I I might have just ruined somebody's entire day. <laughs> now, now, yeah, I kind of could see them doing kind of like uh, in um, Rogue One how Rogue One ended that they can do the same thing mm-hmm. for in the you know Han Solo movie where they basically just show where it kind of leads up to where they appear in a new in a new hope. And I, I feel like they may right. do the same thing. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? As I mentioned, we could talk about this forever. So, but we're only at episode three. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, episode three for me, that's, it's one of my favorites. I'll say, okay. I know this might, this might upset you. It might upset some people that are listening, but it's actually <laughs> one of my favorites of all of them is episode three. What? Which well now let me say what else does that mean? <laughs> let me say your Star Wars like fandom privileges are wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> now Return of the Jedi is like because is right there. Back, I'm just putting this out there is the best one. Just putting that out there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, which one you said? Which one? Um, Empire Empire Strikes Strikes back. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's sure, the best. You you know what? I think a lot of people mentioned. Uh, Empire Strikes Back only because of what happened, you know, of that one scene. Is that that's really what carrying that movie? That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that I'm at, that I'm actually saying it like I'm trying not to spoil it or something. <laughs> Even though we talk about movie over yeah, thirty, like everybody, yeah, we're not saying it, but everybody, but that's like probably the most iconic line in film history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what I think people are, are, are kind of making much of it off of just one line. I think it's now. Don't get me wrong. People might be hearing this and like I'm like I'm trashing the whole movie. No, I like the movie. What I'm saying is that it's not that much better than the rest of them, but it just has that one line and everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, See, I'm, I'm not convincing you. I'm surprised of it more than the line. <laughs> <laughs> like no one, no one saw coming that they were father and son. If you saw that coming, you are, I need to meet you and we need to have a long conversation and you need to explain to me how you figured this out before everybody else. <laughs> like, because that is, and I need you to predict the next presidential one. I, you need to come and tell us who was winning everything because that was like, I feel like that was a movie mystery that nobody saw coming. And if you predict, because I think I heard that somebody out there in the world did predict it. And I was like, dang. You know, because most people didn't read, like, the comics yeah. and, and all that. So no one really knew where it was going. But I think as far as Revenge of the Sith goes, I mean, I, I thought the ending was a little lame. You know, like, the whole Padme scene, that was, after having her in Attacks of the Clones with this strong person, I feel like they weakened her. Like, she was a senator. She was a queen. And now she's a housewife waiting for Anakin to come home from his missions, okay? And, and I'm not even by far, but, like, they changed her character. And she, you know, I was going on with her this whole, that whole movie. Well, she was like a pretty doll that they made. Well, well, no, well, she was pregnant, you know, in that movie, too. That doesn't mean she's like, uh, like, oh, she can't kiss some booty, you know. But she did. I mean, she did something. It's not. I mean, not, it's not like she yeah, didn't do. Die. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Yeah, she died, y'all. Like, 
<laughs> and you know what is interesting, though? I have a new respect for episode three because I researched Ron, and I and because to me, growing up, because that happened in like 2008, so I was still on, you know, I was in my teenage years, and I was thinking to myself, she just died. Like the robot lady delivering her kids was like, you know, we don't know what's wrong with her. It's like she's lost the will to live. And I was like, seriously? Because your husband went to the, really? You're stronger than that. You're a better character than that. And then I actually did the research, and I, it's, um, from what I understand, I don't know if this, I don't think this is a spoiler, but um, this will kind of come out uh, with, um, I think this might come out in the new movie more about like the, you know, I forget his name off the top of my head, but the really old, mysterious, that was like Palpatine's master. Oh, that Snoke. Him, you know, how to, Snoke, yes, that's what I think of, Snoke. So um, it was the same idea behind Snoke. Snoke, you know, apparently had a family that, you know, and the dark side of the forest allowed, you know, life, his life to be longer. So apparently that's what happened is Anakin, through the forest, drained the life out of Padme. So it was like a, it was a mini uh, Snoke moment there. And hmm. that was like, oh, hmm. that makes so much more sense. Doesn't it though? Then just like her dropping dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, that made, gave me a new summer stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I guess to go, go on to the next, to the next episode, but yeah, that, that's kind of how I felt about it. I, 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 I liked it. And I mean, I liked it a lot. Obviously. It was your favorite. You can say it again. It's fine. <laughs> we are not judging. It's fine. <laughs> you said, we're not judging. You just said it was blasphemy like a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, I I, I, I did say I had a newfound respect. You know, so it's, it's cool. It's cool. Oh, did I convince you in like the past five minutes? <laughs> you are that influential. You are. <laughs> I'm telling you, podcasts have changed my life. <laughs> Now, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if if I have that much influence, I need to um, move on to to the political sphere. Like, you know, get up to oh, the yeah. DC. <laughs> now, uh, uh, episode four. I mean, that's a new hope, and that's the. One. It is funny in saying like episode one through three, and then four. But then, as far as like when these movies were released, isn't like. Right. To, to, for someone that doesn't like for a Star Wars fan to talk to someone who is a you know has no clue about Star Wars, you can confuse someone real quick right now. <laughs> it's because yeah, it's oh yeah, no, I feel like my whole explanation of Episode Three with that ending, I feel like I just confused everybody. I feel <laughs> like I didn't you explain it well enough. Like there was a whole thing to it. You have to read about it. Like there's a whole backstory in there that isn't presented. And and there's and there's I don't think people like I don't I don't know if people realize that you have to watch you know that the prequels are prequels and it, it's 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 a confusing saga yeah. it is yeah I, I talked to my dad sure. like if I talk to my dad about Star Wars because like he's a the probably the most casual Star Wars fans because he, he I mean I can't say he's a fan he's a Star Wars watcher I guess in a way um, and to the point yeah. that, like if. You know, even he gets confused. Like, yeah, episode one is, yeah, that's it's the first episode, but it's one the first one that came out. <laughs> and that was episode right. four. It didn't go back. So, but yeah, <laughs> and I, even to this day, he'll, he'll get confused about it. But um, 
not, well, everyone knows about, you know, this one. This is the one that came out in 79. And, mm-hmm. and, and well, I wasn't born then <laughs> at that time. So I didn't see it. And I have no, I really don't know when I watched that one. I probably would have, was older, probably, yeah, I'm, I know I got on VCR somewhere, I'm guessing. But um, I've watched it, I don't know how many times since. And it's still, you know, one of the one of the best movies. I, you know, just movies, not just you know whether we're talking about sci-fi or whatever. I I, I just like everything about it with you know Princess Leia, you know Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and all. And um, <laughs> yeah. So I get well. I that's mean, all I have. Saying, you might have to rewind and explain to your to some of your younger listeners what a VCR is. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Not DVD either. Because I was impressed that you still have one. I think I might have one out in the garage somewhere. But, oh, I'm uh, not saying I have one. Running, like party at your house. Yeah. I, oh, I'm not saying I have one. I'm just saying that. Um. Well, I. You know what? I might have the tape though. I think I do still have the tape. Ooh. I just don't know where. We can like authentically watch that way. <laughs> the nostalgia of it all. As long as the tape is not ruined. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. I had to get a VCR too, so. <laughs> I mean, I can probably provide a VCR. I mean, we can make this work. <laughs> but uh, A New Hope was, um, I feel like the the actors were still coming into their own. Because um, when I watch movies, I, I definitely watch it with, like, you know, both sides of my brain. I, I watch, I, you know, I, I really get into it and I watch the story, but I also am thinking about the actors and their portrayal, especially if it's based on something um, so whether it's like a, a previous movie, like it's a sequel or, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a book or something of that nature, I'm always like comparing. And mm-hmm. I feel like especially um, Lucas, he had, I don't feel like he had pinned down the specifics of the characters yet, but that's still one of my favorite Star Wars for me. Like just like, you know, Darth Vader saying like the, the force strangulation, you know, of <laughs> the Admiral and, and, you know, and seeing Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon, of course, like, you know, seeing like the turret gun scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That was probably, that's probably one of my favorite scenes actually. Um, in a new hope. I okay. just really love like the, the, those scenes, like with the Millennium Falcon and, and all that. Well, let me ask this. How did you watch? So, so you watched, you watched in order all the Star Wars movies. Uh, did you watch it? Like some, like a lot of people did, started with four and then saw the prequels. Okay, I'm trying to think back. I think so. I remember we, um, I went to see A New Hope. I can't, I can't confirm the Empire Strikes Back, but I can say for A New Hope, um, that's one of the first ones I saw. So I might have watched them out of order. I might have saw A New Hope before I saw Empire Strikes Back, which, you know, in my young mind, hmm. probably made things confusing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I know. We went to see I, we went to see it at a um, drive-in theater. A drive-in theater was showing it, and that's how I saw it for the first time. But I, I for sure saw the originals. Like I for sure saw The Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope before I saw um, uh, The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Okay, I, I can tell you that for certain. My parents are my parents are purists in that way. <laughs> you know, so they wanted me to the good stuff before the new version well uh, the reason why i ask i know i think it depends on how someone first watched star wars 
and I kind of and I guess informs their opinion of it. It's like if someone watched it in order, like episode one all the way through, in that in that order, or someone that already saw you know four, five, six, and then went back to see the prequels. I feel like that kind of influenced how which way they feel about either pair of trilogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's probably how most people watched it. Is they watched it with um, probably, especially the, anybody born from '90 on. I'm assuming they probably saw it like uh, the Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, and then they probably saw uh, went back and they got into it, or maybe they even saw like the Phantom Menace and then got into it and then went and saw the first, like you know. The first, you know, episode and everything, like, well, the technical first episode, mm-hmm. like the original. I, I, that's probably how this generation came to be and saw it. Um, which is why I think maybe they're a little bit more into like the Rogue One and, um, you know, and all of these newer ones uh, because I just love, and I even love like the feel. Like the nineteen like eighties feel of like the impression like back and all of that, you know. I just mm. you know, just seeing like how it looks. It's not, you know, it's not super, you know, new age looking compared <laughs> to what it is now, but like, you know, you know, it's, it's they didn't have the CGI and everything back then that they have now. So I just love this I feel like it's a, it's pure. You know, watching it from the very beginning is pure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like, you know, and I that's why I think a lot of people, when they watch something newer, like, for instance, if, for instance, if you saw, if you've never seen a Star Wars before, and all you've seen is the Rogue one, which I'm surprised that anything made sense to you, if that was the case, <laughs> you know, and then, they, and then they tried to go back and watch, like, A New Hope or something, I think that they wouldn't be able to sit through it, some people, yeah. you know, yeah, because it's not as... Vis- it might not be as visually engaging because it's a, it's older. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. You, I guess it would be that as far as just kind of seeing like, oh, well, this is just this is an old movie, and then kind of looking at it from a, um like looking at some of the the new newer movies now, they were like, oh, like that. Yeah. That looks silly. Yeah. 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 I've I've seen that from other people that have watched it, and that's you know. Kind of going to uh, uh, to Empire Strikes Back. Um, if I no, if I remember how you mentioned, you said you you saw Empire Strikes Back first. Was that the first one you saw? I feel like it. I feel like it might have been. Okay. Uh, like I said, I was little, so okay. I don't. You know, I. It's like asking some like a drunk person like what <laughs> they did. You know, like two weeks ago. Like. Okay. I can I can maybe give you some a little bit of information but I I feel like I might have that that's the forefront of my mind so maybe I just like that movie better or I, don't, I honestly don't know well the reason why I ask is because I've you know when it comes to Empire Strikes Back there's this video out of kids watching Empire Strikes Back and their reaction to when uh when he when he said you know Luke I am your father that part <laughs> You know the most iconic, <laughs> most iconic line of yeah. movie history. <laughs> but um, and there's so there's a video out and just seeing all these kids' reactions. And I was gonna ask, like, did you have that reaction, or, or did you not really know what was going on? 
And so th- that's why I was asking that question. Oh no, for sure. Especially because I was younger, I was I was watching the movie and I was sitting there because I, you know, and and this was before I was, uh, you know, my brother got me into like the and before I was able to read the novels and everything, and and kind of get the backstory and the characters. You're watching it and you don't think there's any correlation really between the two. You just think that they're, you know, one's the good side of the force and he's super strong and he's going to go against the dark side of the force with the darkest and strongest character and, and that's kind of where this, the the relation ends. And then when he reveals that, uh, you know, he's his father, I was, I, I was dumbfounded. I, was, I actually, I think I remember looking at my dad and going, huh? <laughs> Where did that? What, what? I think my my it was more of just like I was dumbfounded. I, I didn't see I didn't see it coming. I can tell you that for sure. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, literally. What in the? <laughs> like, I was mind blown. <laughs> and then finding out that Luke and Leia are, are siblings, and there's that kiss along the line, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're, you're gonna regret that for the rest of your existence. <laughs> yep, I'm, you know, I, I, that's kind of one of them, those moments where I wish I was in the theater when that when that all happened, <laughs> just, just to see, you know, oh, yeah. be around everyone who kind of like, what? No, or then yeah, like everybody actually in Houston in a theater going, what? <laughs> Popcorn being filled like drinks dropping to the floor just out of you know people lose their grip on things just, yeah oh i can have, i'm just maybe i'm over exaggerating it maybe i'm just like in my head that's how i would have been like my popcorn would have just like dropped out of my hand i would have been like shocked but yeah it, it and like one thing i always wondered and i feel like this is like one of those questions that nobody really has an answer to except maybe like george lucas um, and I don't know if he ever answered it. I was always curious whether Darth Vader knew that Leia, like at any point in time, knew Leia was his daughter. I was always like really curious about that. If he ever figured it out, like bef- like before the end, you know, because he he knew he Luke, but and he was and he you know like did he? And then he goes like, oh sister, you know. But did he correlate that Leia was? that hmm. sister you know what i mean yeah yeah that's what i always wondered hmm. like was it ever did you did they ever figure it out well you're talking about even um after a uh, return of the jedi or are you talking about just in in empire's right back and the empire strikes back like because that's because that, cause he dies and, and you know and 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 you know the life straining out of them, and you know they're having that little father son moment yeah, yeah. that you know I guess they have. And but I was always wondering, like I was kind of sad that there was no uh, scene where he kind of identifies Leia as his daughter, because I think because he, he knew that her daughter existed because Luke, like he could feel it, I guess through the Force that Luke was concerned about her and that she existed. But you know what I'm trying to say? But like, yeah. did he know that the 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 princess he had originally captured was his kid? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that. If I were a parent, I would have been like, oh no. Oh, I just kidnapped my kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that could be frowned upon. <laughs> she may not have good memories of me after that. Yeah, you know. Yep, and um, so that was part one, and right after that 
we're um <laughs> we're gonna go into part two tomorrow. So thanks everyone for listening, and I know we don't have too much time left, so I'm actually on my way to see the Last Jedi tonight, and um so I guess I'll give a little bit of a review if I have time. Um, from everything with the uh, part two but um like i said thanks for listening and i guess i'll say this now give it i i didn't know if i had enough time but if you want to connect with us on facebook instagram or twitter it's all the same name trench at 24 7 and com slash author slash brian blesso if you want to read some of my articles so and don't forget about the book politics a clearing call um, to political activism, which is available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. We are available on Google Play, iTunes, Apple, well, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And also, just want to thank everyone for getting Trend Chat to two thousand plays. Um, saw that come up this week, so definitely appreciate everyone listening. And just. As I put on Facebook, uh, now on to a million plays. <laughs> Don't know when that's going to happen, but that's the goal right now. That's at least the first goal. Who knows where this goes? Maybe someone will hear this and think about, I don't know, putting me on something bigger or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe they, <laughs> or maybe some of you are listening to this and like, it probably turned off in the first five minutes. In that case, you didn't, you're not hearing this. So anyway, well, like I said, we'll come back tomorrow with part two of our Star Wars chat. And until then, we'll chat with you later. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey! Where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs.
It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com news.